Hello and welcome to season 2 of Content Kettle. As promised, we are back with more conversations on e-commerce marketing and growth. This time, we will co-host the podcast to bring you the best tips from brands across industries and e-commerce experts. So, let's get started. Hi Akanksha, welcome to Content Kettle. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, for those who haven't uh, met Akanksha before, Akanksha is the founder of A Curve Story, a clothing brand uh, that's on a mission to break unrealistic standards set by the society, I would say, and they're trying to make every woman feel comfortable with their different body sizes, making sure they have clothing for you know different body shapes and sizes yeah there's so much more they've been doing and i would let akanksha tell us about it basically a curve story is an ode to having off the rack clothing be available for women and the lgbtqi community regardless of what size they are what shape or where they come from this journey for the brand actually began when i started styling i used to be a styling assistant Uh, at the age of 18 i did that for 3 years after which i started a styling company of my own as you know like styling usually especially when you're working with celebrities means that you're going store to store regardless of whether it's a high street like a zara or something super luxe and uh, premium like armani or zenia so uh, what used to really happen with me was that when i was in these stores i started noticing a major gap when it came to clothing that was made available for people who were curvy or people who associated as a member of the lgbtqi there are there are no clothes that sort of you know make them feel included initially when uh, this started it was more because i felt like you know india had a lot of progress to make because i'm talking about like 12 years ago and i realized as time passed the gap only seemed to have widened there are more and more brands that come up but there are very few that are taking into consideration these otherwise isolated communities and there is no real reason why they are isolated right my uh, end goal was to basically build a brand that you know made everyone feel included i didn't want to build a brand again that only spoke spoke to curvy people or people from the pride community i wanted a brand that would speak to anybody and everybody and make them feel great about themselves starting with clothes so initially the plan was because i come from a design background and i have studied fashion and been in the industry for uh, these many years uh, originally the plan was to just get like you know clothing be available or oh, you know when we started this journey we realized that this is so much more than that because your clothes can make someone feel great for that few hours that they wear it the whole point is about you know encouraging people to love themselves because we live in a time of instant gratification your worth is sort of identified by the number of likes you get on an instagram post which is really shit but it's true you know you are uh, succumb to like advertisements that constantly tell you you're not enough so i wanted to build a brand that told people with the kind of communication or content or clothes that you know you are enough there's nothing wrong with you it's time that you start seeing your own worth so that's sort of you know where our uh, journey began So yeah that's impressive. Akanksha when you figure out this is the brand that you're going to build and this is the target audience you'll have right what was your go to marketing strategy? Also initially we did a lot of research when like in terms of surveys or just talking to people understanding what is it that they are struggling with. I realized that what I had a good pulse about was people who 
usually came under the demographics of like 22 year olds all the way going up to 48 50 year old women or uh, again the pride community uh, because these are people who one are looking to like you know make their mark in the world you're just out of college you've started a new job you're sort of starting to figure out you know where your place is in the world so if that is a very impressionable community of course we have a following that goes lower than the demographic as well and higher but this is the demographic we wanted to focus on when we started so marketing strategy very honestly was simple the initial plan because we are a bootstrap company we didn't have any kind of funding it was all my savings that was in the business we had to be mindful every time like every day it was a dilemma of oh i can do this right now for the business that will help it grow in terms of sales or i can do something now because it's community like what happened for us very honestly is covid really shaped our strategy around marketing because we launched a couple of months before covid hit and as you know as any other new business you take a few months to just dip your feet in the water understand you know what you're getting yourself into right so that was the space we were in and when covid hit we had so much time on hand but we also realized people were spending so much more time on their phone so we uh changed the whole approach to become community first we put out content that was of course product at times and a lot of content that spoke to customers directly about issues they were facing that we were facing to on the other side of the street we uh really uh, created content that was relatable that was approachable that we felt was lacking in a market like india like i think there are a lot of problems that women or like i said members of the lgbtqi community deal with on a day to day basis but you don't have anyone to talk to about it and you keep kind of feeling that you're alone in it, in it especially with like mental health stuff which people were going through a lot in covid so we did a bunch of like ig lives we had content that you know constantly ensured that people were doing their mental health checks check-ins with themselves not really professional checks because of course we are not in a capacity to be talking about that also we uh, used our clothing to make people again feel understood in the time like we maneuvered to more loungewear in covid because people were spending time at home but nobody wants to wear the same night suits every day you know so we we became we were a bit more creative with what people could lounge in so this was more the strategy we didn't really have a lot of like paid ads or any kind of paid campaigns honestly until like 3 4 months ago so it was always organic that's probably the best way to start with if you are a bootstrap company yeah so i see a a cover story focuses a lot on educating women you know talking to what they are feeling just like you said the mental health part and all of that how has that helped you to build your brand so uh, it's helped us in ways that i can't even probably put in words because see there are issues a uh, bunch of these issues that you know people in my team and i have you know we've gone through these issues at some point you know when we put it out there and we see people respond to it the way that you know we would if we were having a conversation with friends it's very very rewarding because one of course you understand that there is space for the work you're putting out there but two you're also building a one on one connection with your customer so now you're not just a person they come buy clothes from and leave tomorrow morning they're sharing parts of themselves that are vulnerable and you know they're feeling safe enough to come speak to you so we've been able to build a brand that is more like a safe space to come share your story and never feel judged and that has helped us build a very very deep relationship with people that of course like helps us sell clothes but it goes way beyond that 
got it makes a lot of sense <laughs> yeah initially you told like you started off before covid right can you tell me how did you go about building your team when it comes to marketing or be it content marketing you need people who are good into writing or maybe design and all of that what was your approach in building the team how did you go about so actually it's been very simple when it comes to team building for me i like to work with people who are freshers or people who don't have as much experience but they have interest in this area that we build work around which is inclusivity and like a body positive movement very honest when we launched i used to have a branding agency they were really good with the work they did the part when covid hit times were tough and i didn't know how long it was going to last so i had to drop them because it was expensive to kind of sustain and very honestly like in hindsight that was the best thing we did for our business because i started being the spokesperson who now spoke to my audience directly so as a brand i as a founder was able to build a one on one connection with people plus i was able to bring together a team where i was able to instruct day to day what needed to happen it's a lot more work of course which would have been easier if i was just paying x amount to a branding agency you know where they would do it but what happens i think with a lot of agencies is that the personalized touch is lost that is something that we could not afford to do with a brand like ours that we were building so uh, when i started hiring was uh, about 6 months into the lockdown uh, my first intern was a girl in delhi who worked with me for 6 months and we've never seen each other except on zoom uh, the only way that we built synergy was calls occasionally texting video calls like maybe twice a month that's when we started this whole concept of okay let's figure out what the whole month looks like like let's hash out details let's see how this is performing so uh, my uh, selection criteria is very simple one the person needs to be very open to learning because we are all learning we are never going to get to a point where we know it all the second thing always was that how aligned are they with this concept of inclusive fashion like if it is somebody who doesn't believe there is space for something like this in the world they are not a fit for me no matter what school they come from you know a lot of the questions that i ask are usually around those things like have you dealt with this or if you were in a position how would you deal with it and then of course like you know actually seeing practical uh, applications like we would do like an assignment or you know ask people that you know what would they change if they were in our place so you get perspective to kind of understand if they are a good fit you know after they've joined the team so it's quite simple and uh, straightforward but it's very important that uh, every person who joins the team is aligned to the ultimate vision of the brand which is to change how inclusive fashion is perceived not just in india but globally too got it got it basically you invest in the kind of person who or she is instead of looking into the skills skills are important but at the same time you know how inclined they are and how interested they are to learn and work with the brand yeah that's that's probably the best way to do it uh, so akanksha the reason how i came across your brand was through one of the reels that came on my explore page okay so oh, yeah yeah so uh, when i scroll through your instagram page everything is put nicely you know making sure the color combination or you know the aesthetics and all of it it's it's really amazing so how do you go about strategizing your instagram content we have a concept of social calendar like everybody else does which you know we work on a couple of days or maybe one or two weeks before the month begins like hero days in the month like we have a new product coming up or there is a holiday that you know we can leverage to reach out to customers in a different way and there is usually a central theme around the month 
that we finalized. So the content is kind of driven around that. Because even when we talk about like self-worth or self-love or body positivity, or, you know, like, for example, like now it's wedding season. So we had an Indo-Western collection that we made during Diwali. I mean, we are bringing it back as the perfect outfit for bridesmaids, for example. So content is created around that. It's kind of woven together with product and non-product. So it's more about understanding the pulse of your audience at that time and also taking into consideration like feedback that kind of comes from them. So because everything is done in-house, like, you know, there are times where content doesn't do well. I mean, we all know Instagram algorithm literally changes day and night. So you can never get a grip of what really is happening. You know, in a lull period, we try to ask our audience what they may like. And, you know, we are mindful about taking that into consideration as well when, you know, we plan the next month or the next week. So it's quite simple. Um, You know, it's not as complicated as it looks. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Yeah. So uh, you've been taking an educational approach, right? Most of not really uh, like product, product, but talking yeah. about mental health or po- talking about different shapes of the body and and there's so much more yeah carousels and all how important do you feel is creating detailed content like if you come across other brands and see you know most of them are talking on the surface level no one is really diving deeper into oh, it when, when i scroll through one of your posts and read the caption it's a long form caption which literally spoke to me like a person how important do you feel sticking to that depth is i think it's very important very honestly like when i did my research when i was starting the brand of course it was more about seeing okay what clothing is available for people with curves etc because that was our entry point initially and of course there was a dearth of uh, you know like clothing available for people who would have curves but it was also about what would set me apart and for me competition isn't usually about you know what other people are doing versus what I'm doing it's usually about what we were doing last year are we better this year or are we better from last month and that's why you know evolution is quicker because I really don't have time or bandwidth to you know see and study what other brands are doing so we don't spend a lot of time doing that because our approach I am aware is very different from brands in India like you said, there are very few people who take the time to go vulnerable or go deep with their audience in terms of conversation. We are that brand. We are a brand that's looking at creating a customer experience that goes beyond clothes. Because, you know, you can buy as many clothes as you clothes as you like. You can wear them and you can feel great those six hours. But when you're back in your pajamas, if you feel horrible about yourself, those clothes are of no value. If, whether you bought them from me or the store next door. So for us, uh, personalized content is very, very important. So that is something that, you know, is a constant discussion between my team members and I, that it has to be something that you would feel great reading if it was written to you. So this kind of approach is very crucial in our whole, you know, communication building exercise that we do or um, the tonality that we use or the kind of doodles we use also. It's very clean. It's very minimalistic, but it has to speak to your audience, you know, in a way like, you know, we call our brand like the older sister, best friend kind of communication. So we use that. We use that a lot in the way we speak to customers, whether it's on Instagram or if they were even chatting with us on WhatsApp, the communication style is the same. So it's consistent. Uh, And I feel like that is what definitely sets us apart because I don't see a lot of brands do that. I don't know why, but I mean... We've seen great like results in terms of how we built a community or scaled up sales actually made an impact more than anything else. It's been like a great uh, USP that's worked for us. 
that's interesting yeah when when it comes to instagram reels as well i see you are creating a lot of reels collaborating with influencers also with your customers as well so how how do you go about collaborating with your customers or influencers what are the steps how do you go about it so we actually haven't done a lot of influencer activities as much uh, there are some influencers who now have become like almost like friends for the brand who we worked with in the past and you know when they have events we send clothes sometimes but we've not done any paid influencer activity in the time that you know we've been live also because we want the brand again to be relatable we want the clothes to be worn by people like you and i so it everyone feels that they can have those clothes too so uh, as much as you know we do influencer uh, activities occasionally uh, it's more because the influencer usually reaches out or we have a set plan in mind for which we reach out to an influencer uh, that strategy is done beforehand So it's never like we reach out to an influencer and they say, "Oh, what are you doing next? Tell us, maybe we fit in." It's always like we have this plan. Do you think this works for you? Or if they get in touch with us saying, "I have X Y Z to go to," do you think your brand fits well with this synergy? That's when we work with them. But customers, we love working with them because, again, like I said, it's a very transparent, very open space. So uh, we love that our customers are the face of our product. So. one of our customers is also a model in our last campaign we love to work with people like that because one you get like real feedback just in real time because they are people who are buying your clothes they will be the ones to tell you wait like this doesn't work maybe you know we can switch it so uh, it's a great learning experience for us plus i think it keeps it very relevant in terms of your community like you know for an outsider who looks at the brand they feel like okay wait if she can wear it i can wear it too we want them to feel in- included and not isolated please got it got it so what are some of the campaigns that has that have worked well for you uh, you know and how how did you go about ideation production and execution of that campaign i think the first campaign that did really well for us was uh, this campaign where we launched t-shirts around societal issues okay we had a t-shirt which was called dark and lovely or we still have a bunch of them that are on clearance but our idea was that there there is no color that is lovely and another color that's not so we wanted to create like you know t-shirts that spoke for towards mental health awareness towards this discrimination around color or acne being normal or things like that so that campaign did really well for us it was a bunch of t-shirts it was a, like a capsule collection we did in the first few months of launch where we had like six prints that definitely was received very very well from the audience the second that we did like that did really well was a campaign that we did around fat tax now this was a non product campaign how i actually i mean i knew about fat tax i've heard about it for years but i didn't know it was this rampant in this generation so i was on a clubhouse call actually in covid where there were a bunch of designers and stylists and top designers were getting uh, butchered by customers because they were like you know they they charge xyz thousands extra for a blouse just because you know i'm bigger size or, and i felt like i was so appalled i didn't know this existed with a line designers even now so uh, we figured that you know this is a very big topic that as a brand we definitely stand against and we should make it vocal so we first started with educating people about what it was and then we kind of dissected all the angles around it that has that did really really well because people came out and spoke about their stories we were getting dms all the time about 
oh, you know, when I was getting married, I went to XYZ and I spent a lakh extra for whatever. You know, just like feeling like you have to pay more for taking up the space you do in the world, which is very unfair. Where you're not asking somebody who's like a petite body to pay less. So I don't see why, you know, someone who's curvy is supposed to pay more. It can be averagely priced. Yeah, that did really well for us too. Uh, a bunch of, uh, you know, we had a party collection, which we did where the entire team featured in it. The models were the team. So we wanted to, again, keep it very transparent that, you know, these are the people who work behind the brand. So you might as well see them in front of the screen. And uh, those products too have done really, really well for us. It's more, I think, about understanding what your audience really wants. And of course, you'll never fully be there. Like we're also learning every single day because your audience is dynamic. So their needs will change. What they want may change. And you just have to constantly keep like, you know, observing and evolving. So that's the process that, you know, we usually tend to go by. Got it. Got it. There are days when, you know, customers come back to you with feedbacks right be it good feedback or bad so what's your approach in incorporating them into your business and making it better so a uh, positive feedback of course is always great like we feature a lot of that on our page and we always you know discuss it within the team because it's like a personal it feels like a personal win to all of us because you know everybody's worked on the brand whether it was marketing the product creating the product cutting the product so we have a very transparent system internally as well. Like our tailors and our masters know each customer's name, not just by size. They know their name. If the product picture has been sent to us, they we even show it to them that, you know, look, you made this product, see how it looked on her. So we like to celebrate these wins within a team, within the team. When it's negative feedback, we also take that into account very seriously. Like if, for example, somebody tells us about one particular product, and, you know, we've not got a feedback like that before. We will test it out. We'll always be good with making the customer feel happy at the end of the day. Like if there was something that we've done wrong, we will fix it. But if there is product feedback that comes because the products are manufactured in-house, it's very easy for us to, you know, tweak the product and make it right. So feedback, I think positive or negative, both are taken very uh, seriously. And, uh, you know, if there are changes to be made, we usually don't wait or hesitate to make them right away. Got it. Makes sense. So what what is that one marketing tactic that you feel is all overhyped, but it is not as effective? I feel it's influencers. People work with everyone and anyone. If that influencer does not relate to your brand, don't work with them. You may get 10,000 followers, but if that's not translating into sale, what is the point? You're now, you now have 10,000 people who are not interested in your content. Which is why we are very mindful of what kind of influencers we work with or like, you know, how, how often we do this or how less often we do it actually. Because if I go tomorrow and work with an influencer who maybe just does fashion, but is not inclusive or doesn't talk about it, her audience may come follow me, but my content is now getting wasted, being shown to people who just don't get it because it's become this whole hype around, oh, like, you know, they have this life I want and all of that, people just feel that's the next big thing. But I feel like that's a very small part of what you're building. Like how true you are to your brand values are a lot more important first. And then finding people who match that and then work with them. Like there are influencers who are great, who are doing amazing work. It's very important to identify which set of people work for your brand. You can't mindlessly go work with them. So I'd say influencers. That's a nice way, you know, being specific about who your followers are 
that also makes a lot of sense what are some of the mistakes that you did initially when you started off that you regret right now i think honestly my branding agents were amazing i really liked them but they were very very expensive you know now i realize had i saved up that money and had i got them for maybe just strategy and started working on the brand myself in the beginning it would have been of great help because i would have had another extra year where i had connected to an audience but of course it's all a learning curve i don't really regret it but i wish i had like maybe done it differently the second thing would be i think it's more about also very honestly i don't have like regrets as such i feel like everything's kind of taught you how to be better today so we've made the changes from you know what we didn't kind of benefit from and what happens with again like when you're bootstrap it's a tough game every day you're like trying you're always weighing your options or oh, should i do x or should i do y and there is one thing that will make you feel good but there's one thing that will be good for business so you're always like you know on that threshold of okay what do i choose and uh, today i feel like you know we work towards brand building as much but we have to at the end of the day we're all here to like you know make an impact make money because you have to sustain you know the families that work for you so i'm not here just representing me there are you know i have 11 people who right now work for me and those 11 families who we support so we do have a responsibility that goes above and beyond you know customers i talk to as well so it is also about being mindful about where your money goes being a little more uh, smart about like money management which i think i've learned now with like having financial coaches and business coaches and stuff because you know in styling it was very different you didn't have like overheads that were this high uh you had money that came to you project to project and you were spending also on just that project so it's easier somehow this is like an ongoing thing so these lessons have been like really helpful in you know shaping what how i am as an entrepreneur today so uh, i think those were lessons not so much regrets perfect akanksha that's all i had to ask you for today it has been an insightful conversation and i'm sure you know the audience will be listening to this conversation will find it helpful as well thank you so much for taking out your time and talking to us today thank you so much for having me it was great to be talking to you found this episode insightful follow us on spotify to listen to more of such conversations every week